Hello and welcome to episode 84 of the IndieCast. My name is Mike Toundro. Tonight I am joined once again by Kyle, the blue champion, Stevenson. Hey, it's me. <laughs> it's a great hoodie, sure. Kyle. It is a great hoodie. I got it because I could wear hoodies at work. And they said Ooh. no logo or no logos, no graphics on your clothing. I was like, I, that's both. <laughs> That's a logo yeah, and a graphic. I know, but they haven't said anything <laughs> yet. Sure. So I'm going to keep it. Yeah, it's, it's like pixelated. Yeah, it's cool. cool. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you, Mike, that's been living rent free in my head. Sure. I'm going right into it because I need I need your take on it. I'm sure you've seen it. Sure. On Twitter and TikTok, probably. Okay. Are you team wheels or team doors? What the fuck is up with this? Are I, there more doors in the world or are there more wheels in the world? <sighs> I knew I was going to have to face this one day. Yeah, and we're facing it right now. Because I'm very adamant on one side of the coin here. And the other side is dead wrong. Hmm. I feel like it has to be doors, right? You are so wrong. <laughs> it's not doors. <laughs> There's no way it's doors. I I'm thinking like, I'm just thinking like businesses, buildings, like big sure. buildings with multiple doors. In those in those buildings, what are what do most people sit on? What are you sitting on right now? Oh, okay. Okay. Not traditional car wheels, just wheels in general. Okay. You know what? I rewind 5 seconds. Yeah. It's definitely wheels. It's definitely wheels. <laughs> it's definitely. On wheels. top okay. of there are like I think uh I saw Hank Green on TikTok say there's like 4.8 billion Hot Wheels out there. Those are little tiny wheels. Tiny wheels. Confirm. If you tiny think wheels. about it, if you want to get real scientific about it, most doors have a doorknob, two of them on each door. That is a wheel and axle. Those doorknobs <laughs> are technically wheels. Our cells, our cells have uh, little wheels. That's how they <laughs> move. They for certainly our, do. Have you ever seen Oswald? Oswald? I've oh, yeah. seen Oswald's. Yeah. Have you, okay. Thank I've you. seen it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank friend of the show, <laughs> Emmett Watkins Jr. has a really dope <laughs> idea for a video game version of that movie. God. That would That'd be, be great. so cool. Yeah. Team wheels all day, every day. Get out of here with the doors. I, I heard somebody, uh, I think it was on Twitter. They're like, oh, what about cruise ships? They have all doors. Okay. What's that mean? Sure. <laughs> How like, many yeah. cruise ships are there in the world? <laughs> and aren't most of those doors like sliding doors that have wheels on the top? Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Little tiny wheels. Team wheels. That's Team what I'm talking wheels. about. I'm glad you pressured me to finally answer this uh, mythological yeah. question that's been <laughs> ravaging the internet. It's, it's it our uh, the 2022 version of uh, what color is the dress? The dress. I saw that yeah. come back somewhat recently. It still blows my mind how some people see it a different way. Yeah, I, don't I think I think I always saw gold. I forgot. I I can see both of them, but when I first look at it, I oh. see the gold and white. All right, fucking Professor X over here. Jeez. <laughs> Fuck. You don't know the extent of my powers, sir. All right, sir. Cerebro. You fucking... <laughs> I sense all of them. Uh, shit. Uh, anyways, this is indie, ga indie games. We're talking about Journey, because Journey somehow turned 10 years old. Holy hell. And then we're going to talk about uh, what we've been playing a little bit, because I actually touched a video game aside from Elden Ring. But first, let me remind you that the IndieCast records live on Twitch.tv slash... 6-1 Indie each and every Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern. If you can't be here live in chat, no biggie. You can catch new episodes every Monday morning on all podcast services. Speaking of those podcast services, please do us a huge favor. Follow, sub, leave a glowing five-star review. If you're feeling extra kind, consider becoming a patron over on patreon.com slash 6-1 Indie. You get some extra goodies, such as getting this podcast early, including... 
an exclusive pre-show and post-show. How tall is Slippy Toad? Is Slippy Toad taller than my wife? Find out on the pre-show. <laughs> speaking of, uh, and you also get to support the work that we do. Uh, speaking of that work, last but not least, go check out 6 for the latest reviews, previews, and more indie gaming goodness. Shout out to the patrons at the Pigeon level. Joe Wilson, Alec Posey, the good sir, Mick at the nanobiologist, Trevor Starkey, and Aaron Sini. Bits of housekeeping. The real big thing, PAX East. We're like, what, five weeks away at this point? Wild. It's wild. Um, yeah, we're going to be there. We're covering the floor all the days as media. I think I'll, me and Justin will be there starting on Wednesday. Kyle will be there during the weekend. Harry, I think, is uh, training in on that Thursday, the crew is going to be there. The East Coast crew will be there. Kelsey will be driving into Boston Saturday night and will be spending Sunday. Wow. Dedication. <laughs> yeah. Dedication. Uh, speaking of PAX East, the mini indie showcase. We are putting on a damn showcase. We got, I think the count so far is about 13 to 15 games to show you. Hell yes. That's and, awesome. Uh, we can't wait to show you what we got. So that will, um, it seems like, full disclosure, it seems like PAX did not like that idea for a panel. Yeah. So we are going to put that on as a digital show. More details to come soon. Spoilers, in, oh. probably on April 20th. Yeah. Uh, in addition to that, there is something else that we are going, we're mm -hmm. working on to do revolving around PAX and PAX panels. But we are going to wait to a certain date, but we will obviously let you know as soon as we can. Yes. And then on 61indie.com right now, uh, what do we got on there? Harry just dropped a review for Aztec as I kind of like skirted around last week. last week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Harry didn't love it. Um, Austin reviewed the new version of Never Alone, which is a game I've owned forever. I have not touched. I really need to get on that. Uh, and then Matt dropped a piece on the, um, the Team Laser Beam Game Jam Shroom and Gloom. Uh, which is uh, their card game that was developed in 16 days. And it's pretty fantastic. So go check that out on 61indie.com. And uh, hey, if we're a little quiet, things are happening. I'm busy with the showcase. I'm busy with other things. Things are happening. Things are happening. Get off my ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, shout out to Jacob McCourt, who is in the Twitch chat. What up, Jacob? Uh, Jacob is also Team Wheels. It's good to know. Is he Team Wheels? He's Team Wheels. That's good. Good company. It's good to know. Kyle. Joe. Uh, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other show I do. <laughs> What's the... I couldn't even... I was going to recite the trophy room intro, but I can't do that right now. No, you can't. It's fine. I can't even do it. March 13th, 2012. A little game called That Game Company released Journey on the PlayStation 3. Wow. Kyle, let's get the elephant out of the room. Let's I tweeted out the topic earlier, just assumed that we were going to have a great conversation about journey, our experience mm -hmm. with journey, our, yeah. how, how much it hit us, why we adore this game so much. Uh -huh. Kyle Stevenson, would you like to tell me something? Uh, ladies, gentlemen, non, non-binary friends. This is on top of my shame pile. I have not played journey to completion. Possibly 20 minutes. I, I'm so ashamed that I've never played Journey. And it sucks now because I will never get the experience that everyone else did who played it when it first came out. Because I know what that game is now. 
and it's a bummer. I, I think that is my answer when anyone asks, is there any game you would like to erase your memory of? I It's that, and I haven't even played it, really. Um, I see Fee and Jacob saying, Kyle, what in chat? <laughs> Listen, I'm so sorry. We all have our games. It's okay. Yeah. There's no shame on my end. If Fee wants to shame you, that's fine. If he and Jacob want to shame you, I guess that's just the Canadian way, you know? Me. That's the Canadian way. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole I friendly just... Canadian thing. It's just a myth. It's not... <laughs> it's... I saw a TikTok earlier of a dude like going out. He was grabbing something from his car, and all of a sudden, a moose just fucking charged at him off screen. I was like, oh. And like the dog was going out, like his little Yorkie was going after the moose. It was terrifying. Oh, I did. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of TikToks with, with animals, did you see the one where a bear went after a dog and the owner yeah. fought off the bear and saved the dog? Yeah. Wild. Wild. Anyways, that's our journey conversation. <laughs> <There's a> journey. <laughs> Happy 10 years, journey. Yeah, I uh I, I stupidly I should have like I should have just not assumed and I apologize for that. No, no worries. Um I guess to kick things off, uh, we're going to go into spoilers for Journey. So if you haven't played Journey, if you're like Kyle Stevenson, uh, (laughs) maybe you don't want to listen to this bit yet. But I'd imagine uh, at this point, yeah, it's kind of hard to avoid what the shtick of Journey is. So, um, yeah, just want to chat about it a little bit. So. um, So have you played Flower? No. Wow. So uh, have you played any that game company? game? Uh, I feel like I have. It was Flower, it was Journey, and then what was after Journey? Flower, Journey, Flow. I think I played a bit of Flow. What else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, flow, Flower, Journey, and then Sky is the latest one. I haven't one. played Sky. So maybe Sky Flow Flow's the only one that I played a decent amount of. Hmm. Don't think I ever finished it. But I think that was the, the era of Kyle as a video game player where I was very much into my sports games. Sure. My popcorn-y, action-y story games like Prince of Persia and whatnot. Like, sure. It wasn't until Walking Dead Telltale is when I was like, oh, I want to feel things when I play games. Right. That's something that I really, really enjoy doing. I mean, even so, yeah, I I did not play Journey until it hit PS4, um, which was, it, it came out on 2015. PS4 in 2015, July of 2015. And I think I played it at launch um, on PS4 just because I've always heard about journey i've always heard that was like one of these special experiences but yeah like the ps3 era and the the, well specifically the ps3 i didn't get my ps3 till pretty late in the life cycle and yeah my ps3 was very much my uncharted infamous Mm. like first party machine like yeah xbox was doing their thing like stepping dipping their toes into the digital marketplaces and obviously like xbox live arcade and um like i very much back then i that's when i started my my indie journey i guess like i always tied indies to xbox with things like the dishwasher and obviously braid and super meat boy and um uh, all the xbox live arcade stuff made a um, game with zombies in it always yeah scott studios shout the fuck out um that's the dishwasher also god yeah. bring the dishwasher to steam dude come on maybe it's on steam who the fuck knows um quick antidote was about the dishwasher the dishwasher had achievements that were not five or zero like didn't end in five or zero and had like threes and sixes mm-hmm. and whatever. And I got an achievement that was a fucked up number and it drove me crazy for years. Cause I could not even it out because that game is very difficult, but <laughs> years later I got it and good. Thank God I did. Um, so yeah, playing uh journey on my PS4, 
I uh, I tweeted this out earlier, uh, just kind of teasing my my journey story. So uh, journey, not a long game. I think it's about like you could finish it up in like two, three hours or whatever. Um, played it. I went in blind like I didn't have anything spoiled for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and leading up to playing it, like I think I started it like in like sometime in the evening. Um, my parents weren't home and I had a girl that I really liked coming over to spend the weekend with me. Um, she was driving down from Albany. And she's gonna crash, and we, I think we're gonna go to. Uh, I think we're gonna go see Modest Mouse, or either Modest Mouse or say anything. Um, and I decided to play Journey. I, I knew it was a short experience, so I was like, okay, I want to play something tight, like whatever. Um, something tight, something tight, just a quick tight experience, <laughs> dog. Uh, and yeah, I play, going through the thing, and as my experience as my time like with the game is like progressing i'm quickly realizing what this game is about and i just have a total fucking existential crisis about life and death and how short life is and that it can end at any moment and that i'm currently on a journey and that all the people around me are just like kind of my shepherds into my life cycle and I just I was freaking the fuck out, man. And of course, as, existential on you. as credits were rolling, the girl came over <laughs> like she oh, she arrived man. at my doorstep and I was like very quiet and just like stunned and like did not know what to do with my life for wow. a solid hour. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that's the, that's the thing with Journey. And I know we're in spoiler territory, like Mike said, so don't want to be spoiled. Don't listen. I know that you play that game and there are other other humans, I put in quotes because I, I I don't think they're they're known as as actual humans. Yeah, humanoids. Sure. Um, but at the end, you realize that that person that you were on this journey with and playing with is another real life player. Actual playable the game character. Alongs. Like it's that is such a special thing, and something I so appreciate about a game I played last year, the first tree, um, that has that kind of same element to it. Mm-hmm. so I, I i know how special that was to me last year i can't imagine what it'd be like for and that was just a small small part of that game oh sure um but yeah journey is so tied to like that it's it, that's what its central thing is other than being yeah. like a platformer it's kind of so like the whole thing that really struck me was like i'm trying to think of timing 2015 so this was when my dad so we're we're gonna get real fucking real for a second i apologize this is when my dad was not in great shape um if i'm remembering correctly i think at this point he's in hospice maybe like staying somewhere else i think my timing might be a little fucked up and obviously like that's what very much triggered this existential crisis of like oh my god life is so short um i distinctly remember and i'll never forget my time with like the final let's call it the final level or whatever when you're kind of approaching the top of the mountain it's very snowy there just snow is blowing in your face there's resistance when you're trying to just climb up and i have another person quote unquote with me next to me and um one of the uh, mechanics of the game is that you can kind of like press i guess x or i don't know one of the triggers to like ring a bell i guess to like sort of communicate mm-hmm. um and that entire time, like that entire like slow crawl up the mountain, we were just both like ringing our bells at each other. Like, I took it as like, "Hey, it's okay. Don't worry. I got you. Don't worry. I'm still here. Listen to my voice. 
I'll, we'll get through this together, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, I, and when I was doing that, I was like, oh, that's a really smart mechanic. That's like a really smart way to program it, program an NPC. Like uh, that's such a brilliant thing. I'm so happy. Like they didn't make me go through this alone. Cause this is like really fucking heartbreaking mm-hmm. and fucking terrifying. And yeah, when um, the credits roll, you see the PSN names pop up and I broke down. I was like shattered because I'm already in a fragile state of mind from back then. And I was already feeling like totally fucking alone. And um, yeah, like it just like... the complete I, it was like the complete opposite like i i wasn't alone for this experience like i in like this this end of a cycle like i i had somebody who had my back and um yeah i really kind of like took that with me with uh everything else going on in the fucking world that i made for a very boring first date <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's remarkably special like i it's yeah. it, it that really like it's i mean 10 years later or well i guess technically seven years later for me um just still resonates so much i there's like i have no bullshit like there's some days where i just kind of like that like experience just pops into my mind just like unwarranted like whenever something journey pops up i i always harken back to that moment because lately journey's been like kind of popping off just with like annapurna kind of picking up the license and like they they've been publishing on windows and whatnot you get that really cool Um, statue though right yeah um if you want to talk for a sec i could grab it yeah I, i i won't spoil my experience with the first tree and what that, how that ties with and Jacob and chat knows all about it. The ending to that made me super emotional and, and does the journey thing. And I just love when games do that. I love when games get real and, um, let us be vulnerable while playing a game. That's why I want to play games with heavy narratives because good to cry it's good to feel those feelings and i think journey uh, everything i've heard is the game that does that and um yeah i wish more games did that and uh, likewise where actually first three was two years ago now now that i think about it wild pandemic man i know crazy last year was before your eyes that destroyed me (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so Sorry, I was trying to look for. I also have um, the first pressing of the Journey vinyl for um, Austin Wintery, who like is like a big name in like the indie game space nowadays. He's done countless fucking like remarkable scores. The Journey score is fucking masterful. But mm-hmm. I was trying to pull up. I have the um, the picture disc of like it's oh. um, a beautiful like kind of like stark blue with like a bit of sandy uh, glitter on it with the Journey person and like the scarf going all the way around so like when you're spinning it you kind of like follow the scarf and it makes like a very soothing kind of it's really cool but yeah um but yeah i picked up uh this which if i cool if i go closer it's gonna get out of focus but yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah it's just a little pvc kind of i think it's a kid robot not kid robot um good smile adjacent kind of line it's like a bit of a they're cheaper line mm-hmm. but when i say cheaper i just mean price wise like this thing is yeah. fucking dope as fuck that's yeah, super cool. Uh, fun something. I forgot what it's called. It's only like it was like a $50 thing. It's very cool. Yeah. But yeah, I think this was probably one was um Telltale, Walking Dead. I want to say 2013, so I think it was the year after. Interesting. 
Yeah, I was gonna say, I think like Telltale Walking Dead was like my real first like sad fucking game. Well, I guess also The Last of Us really the, that really like struck a chord. Um, but yeah, no, this like really like cemented in my mind that games are really more than just like games, <laughs> I guess. Uh that they actually like have a message with consequence and could really help you through some oh, crazy my, bullshit. Uh my apologies. Also 2012. So The Walking Dead season wow. one is also 10 years old. Hell of a fucking year. Wow. Ten, God, 10 years old for Walking April Dead. April 24. So next month it'll Ooh. be okay. So we'll talk about it next month. Yeah, yeah. God. I can't Our, believe it. Oof. Here's the We're thing though, old. like I'm old. I know. <laughs> but like even thinking about it, it's like, okay, 10 years ago, I was 20. Even that is like, oh, I was 20, I was old. But then I, I think about it, I'm like, oh fuck, I'm 30. <laughs> well, I, yeah knowing in a few months i'm going to turn 35 that is makes my heart very sad for many different reasons um but yeah uh are you shocked that 10 years later sure how influential journey has been and like i mentioned the first tree yeah and in a way before your eyes does it a little bit with that kind of connection how aren't more games doing that kind of thing where you're playing with other people and you, and they are not only helping you along in the game, but that companionship is so central to the narrative that the developers are trying to say. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like how everybody said like nemesis system was going to be like yeah, all over the place. Exactly. Yeah. It's definitely weird that not more people were taking advantage of it. Uh-huh. Or that we haven't seen him more. I'm personally, I'm glad we haven't. Sure. Makes it, it feel just, more special. It, it makes it feel more special. Um, it's not taking advantage of that mechanic. It's not saturating that mechanic. Um, mm-hmm. So like when we do get an experience eventually that maybe does that again, it'll hopefully hit if it's mm-hmm. treated with care. Of course, I think sky okay. does that a little bit. Again, I haven't touched sky at all that it was, it might be everywhere now, but it um it was mobile only for a while, right? It was an Apple Arcade exclusive for a yeah. while. Um, but yeah, I haven't touched it. I I also believe that Genova Chen has nothing. I think Genova Chen left that game company, and they have nothing to do with uh. Sky. Oh no, I lied. Genova Chen also working on Sky. Never mind. Um, uh, Sky's only on Switch, Android, and iOS. Okay, so it's on Switch at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Because, yeah, that I believe that is like a multiplayer experience as well. Kind of like a live service kind of thing, which is very interesting to think about, like what a that game company live service game means. Yeah. Um, I do own it on my phone. Maybe I'll pick it up on Switch one day and play around with it. Um, but I think that's just like kind of deterred me from it. Deterred. Whoa. Whatever. Maybe not want to play it <laughs> was that it was like a live service kind of thing. I'm very tired today. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And just trap dead gorgeous of a game. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Jacob just asked, "Have have we played Sky? We have not." And uh, yeah, Jacob also um, shout out Abzu, which was some of that game company's team. Um, yeah, Abzu fucking rules. That's a uh, fee in chat was, and I know just know this of fee. Uh, she loves Abzu, like one of the biggest, if not the biggest fan of that game that I know. Beautiful game. Uh, I have not played it, but there's something about underwater in games. They do it right. right. It's pretty great. Yeah, they do it right. 
and not to mention their follow-up um pathless which i fucking adored oh i keep two years ago at this point was pathless two years ago pathless was the i got it the launch of ps5 right launch of ps5 yeah almost (laughs) a year and a half jesus i fucking adore pathless i'm glad like the spirit of like more traditional that game company games is still living on granted pathless is more more has more gameplay of lack of, for lack of a better term in it but um just in terms of like tone and uh visual language aesthetic music really fucking special yeah love a good game that makes you cry oh yeah it's don't don't want to bring every everything down but i just wish there wasn't crying going on and everything else happening where i could really go for a good cry over a video game yeah that's the thing like i always like i mean we still do we seek out games that make us cry but uh absolutely nowadays it's a little tough a little tough (laughs) it's a little tough like there's there's that game let me pull out the switch um that jess was good friend of the show jess yeah um she was like oh uh and you as well actually um she was like you have to play what comes after oh my god yes and I think I booted it up around New Year's Eve and I was like, who I don't think I'm ready for this kind of game. So yeah. I just haven't gone back to it yet. Oh, hey, speaking of that, and we'll we'll start segueing out of journey to like what we've been playing and stuff. But um, PlayStation has an indie sale going on right now. Oh, sweet. Uh, when the past was around is currently on sale. People in chat, people listening buy when the past was around. Is that the one that we love with Owlboy? It's the one with Owlboy. Oh, yeah. That game's amazing. There's a lot of stuff on that list. Kyle, there's a lot of Rattleika games on that list. <laughs> I own most of them. <laughs> I uh, I do have uh, my cart full of like 15 games. It's like 30 bucks. There are a couple things on there I genuinely want to buy. Um, but there are a couple like Rattleika games that like actually like look interesting. Because not again, not all Rattleika games. I know Rattleika gets bad rap for easy platinums. There are some Rattleika games that are They're pretty good. Pretty good. They're yeah. jams. Uh, going back to when the past was around real quick yeah talk about a super strong narrative but does it in a, in a way that isn't used as much in games there's no spoken dialogue there's no, there's no dialogue, dialogue boxes yeah it's just like the story is just told in game action wise and it's game that made us cry so it's very high on our list Kyle speaking of games that don't have any dialogue I've been playing a musical story. Oh, I finally started a musical story. I finally played a game that's not Elden Ring. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what musical story is, it is a game from uh, Glee Cheese, a French studio. I believe it's their debut. Uh, okay. I'm just going to read the description on the website for you. A musical story is a rhythm game set against a 70s backdrop. Explore the memories of Gabriel, a young man trying to come to terms with his situation through the connections of his musical memory. Each correctly played melody opens up a new chapter into Gabriel's past, bringing him closer to the truth. Um, that is a great way to say uh, that, that is a more positive way to put uh, what this game is about. Uh, Gabriel, very much like Hendrix kind of like vibes. Um, Gabriel seemingly has overdosed on drugs and the game opens up with him in a hospital bed and um the game very much feels like 
you are experiencing Gabriel's life just like kind of like kind of like a whole life is splashing before your eyes kind of situation. So uh, a a before your eyes situation. Yeah, before your eyes situation. Okay. Um, All right. So far, it's not too sad. I there are 24 chapters in the game. I think I'm on chapter 11 or 10. Okay. Um. So yeah, it follows uh, obviously Gabriel, who I think is really like the quote unquote protagonist of the game. Um. But it's very much like you're kind of like on the outside looking into like his life and the lifestyle. Uh, Gabriel is a guitar player uh, and he's in a band that very much feels like the Hendrix experience. And uh, it's very much just like a, so far it's just like a band that wants to make it big. Like they want it. They want to use their music for good and just say something. Um, and uh, it's a three piece band drummer synth player and Gabriel who's the guitar player. They uh, are on their way to, I think it's called pine woods festival but it's very much supposed to be woodstock Woodstock, yeah um so yeah that's where i'm at right now i i uh i made my way out of my hometown we put put a a shitty crappy van together we packed our van up and we're we're on the road what's the gameplay um, like yeah so the gameplay uh is um Ooh, it's hard to describe is it rhythm based am i thinking that correctly it's it's a rhythm game it's 100 percent a rhythm game um Think of so picture a screen picture like you are looking at something through a telescope. So like there's a you're just looking at something in the frame okay. of a circle uh-huh. around the circle. So like you're that it's like kind of a lens of what Gabriel's memory is. Yeah. Around that circle is a line. And you will start hearing pieces like certain tracks of music. So like, for example, like. I mentioned that it's a three-piece band, guitar player, drummer, and synth player, or keyboard player. For a lot of the early stuff, there are, uh, so the game will start with, like, drums, so you'll hear a a very specific drum rhythm, so, like, kick, snare, whatever. Mm -hmm. As the drum rhythm plays for the first time, you'll start seeing the circle fill up with either left or right, like, tiny circles that show left or right. The left or right signifies if you're hitting L1 or R1. So it goes around you you see the rhythm kind of play out and then when the rhythm starts over again you have uh-huh. to play the rhythm oh so it's okay. it's it's simon says okay for all intents and purposes so um, similar to um oh my god artful escape similar simon yeah. says because that was also the the main gameplay thing there was simon says against the bosses. yeah yeah very much kind of the same deal except like this has that kind of circle ui to it it. um it's really fun like it's very simple but like and i thought i would get over it really quickly but Mm -hmm. the way they mix up rhythms the way they kind of like play with left and right a little bit it's not overwhelming yet but i can Uh see like already 10 chapters in like it's really like it's not just like four on the floor like you're pulsing to the beat they're playing around with like somewhat intricate like guitar parts and like synth parts and drum patterns and um it's keeping things really interesting as far as like like it's as far as far as like keeping you engaged with the actual gameplay um because of course the platinum trophy is perfect all 24 chapters so like before i move on to the next chapter i'm trying to perfect the chapters yeah how long are the chapters uh so i mentioned like my example like it was the drums for example so like early on you finish that drum rhythm the drums will start playing. Then you start hearing the keyboard is start to jam a little bit. You hear the keyboard part and then the keyboard part will pop up on, on the circle. So then you play the keyboard part uh-huh. and then you'll start hearing the guitar part. The guitar, guitar part will go and then you're done with the chapter. 
You oh, just okay. you watch the scene play. play so you're out. building the song. You're building the chapter. song. Yeah. Um, a bit later on. So like in the early things, it was three rhythm segments and then you're done with the chapter. Now that I'm in like chapter 11, I just played the one I just played before hopping onto the podcast was like five or six parts. So it's they're okay. starting to like build a little more and starting to like play around with that kind of norm that they try to like they were playing around with establishing, but like, you know, trying to keep you on your toes a little bit. OK, yeah, so far, I really dig it. I really, really dig it. The music is fucking phenomenal as well. I awesome. granted, I'm only a third into the or I'm, I guess I'm about halfway into the game. Um I think I could confidently say so far, I think this is my favorite score of the year. Ooh, okay. um, that that is taking Elden Ring into account. And you know how much I love the Elden Ring score. I, I, um, but yeah, it's definitely um, it's telling a narrative through music because um, a lot of the early stuff, it is them jamming out to band practices and stuff. But like, yeah, I'm not going to spoil specifics, but what the memory that I'm on currently is um, Gabriel at a bar um seeing a singer songwriter perform and it seems like a love love at first sight kind of thing and you could definitely hear that reflected in the music Mm -hmm. um it's just it sounds nothing like um the previous tracks from the previous chapters and it just has like that more light-hearted kind of like weightless kind of feeling to it that kind of tamper to it and um, I'm just so excited to see what the rest of the chapters have in store. I'm terrified for when like shit hits the fan because obviously shit's going to hit the fan. Yeah. Um, the other apparent thing also like visually this game is fucking remarkably gorgeous looking. Um, Very much hand drawn. If you are familiar with uh, Ape Out, it's kind of Ape Out E. Ooh. Okay. Uh, where it's like kind of sketchy like color pencil like drawings. Mm-hmm. Um more on the simple front where it's like it's very much like like environments don't feel like really fleshed out but it's like very like stark like palettes like where it's just like a, a purple screen with like maybe gabriel's wearing like a purple shirt and you just see like some of the highlights and stuff or yeah. um like even one of these screenshots i'm looking at right now like it's literally just the band in a blue room and like the drummer has like a blue shirt on so like he's just like a little highlighted a little bit just to like kind of stand out but like it really helps all the characters and like the specific things that you need to be paying attention to really pop. Mm -hmm. It just has a gorgeous visual language. And something I find really interesting is when you first experience Gabriel, like playing around with drug use. Um, So like one of the earliest things is just, you see him smoking weed. Um, His day job, he's like packing, uh, he's like a food packer and like the food packer is like this, like, I don't know, like kind of like a Woody Woodpecker looking kind of like cartoon character. Oh, that okay. character looks straight out of like Cuphead where it's like this like oh. like 20s cartoon-esque kind of thing. That bird is like kind of representing like how like whatever Gabriel is high, like those birds are like kind of like roaming ah, around and flying okay. around him. Uh-huh. It is that like 1920s retro like cartoon art style in contrast to what the game's visual language is. So it's very much like an otherworldly kind of thing mm. that they're playing around with kind of like the contrast of both gotcha. kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. moods, tones, state of minds. Uh-huh. Um, it's really interesting. It's really, really interesting. That's really cool. Yeah. I uh, highly recommend checking it out. Nice. Is it everywhere? I think it's everywhere. At least... Yeah. At least Switch and PlayStation, and I assume Steam. 
Musical a musical stories. A right. musical story. Excuse me. Sorry. A musical story is Xbox Series X, S, PS4, iOS. And it says more. I click on more and it doesn't give me anything else. Okay. So I'd imagine it's everywhere. Cool. I'd imagine it's everywhere. Oh, PC, PS4, 5, Switch, Xbox, iOS, Android. Yeah, it's everywhere. And I, just to segue out of this, I'm on the publisher's website, uh, Digirati Games. Uh, They're putting out Terra Hemosaurus, which is like that Rampage clone. Very excited for that. Very excited for that. Does it have a date? Wishlist now. Let's see. Does it have a date? Nah, not yet. Very excited for it, though. Got announced last year. Um, And yeah. Uh, good trophy list. You just have to, you, so you could, um, you have to get a perfect on all the chapters. So you can't yeah. be saying notes like you, you see the thing go around once. So you learn, you like, you see the song once and you have to perfect it the first time around. And you have to do that for like, let's say it's three segments in a chapter. You have to do that. All three, you can retry. There is a chapter select. So like, it's not too bad. The one interesting, like challenging thing is, you really have to be like you have to be paying attention to like the rhythm of the song, the the fucking the tempo. Like there's no like little tick going around to like show you when to like hit the button. Ah, uh, okay. So like, you really have to be listening and paying attention to like when is, you should be hitting it. Is there a fail state? Uh no, there's not. So, it, so it, you just you, play poorly? You so like you have to you can't fail a thing and then move on. You have to like nail it, but like you could fail it four times in a row. It'll just keep going around and around around until you, until you get it. Um, There are accessibility options. Like I, there is like an assist mode. I haven't messed around with that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd imagine the assist mode maybe has like some kind of visual cue on it. Who knows? I haven't played around with it, but I could see like, if you're not like really a musical person, Mm -hmm. it could be like a little hard to, to kind of grasp. Okay. Um, Like even me who like, is a musician like went to school for music and audio engineering, all that kind of stuff. Like there were a couple times where like a lot, some of the rhythms, some of the more like complicated like guitar parts, for example, like tripped me up. Like especially there was one in particular where um there's a guitar part that didn't start on the downbeat; it started on like like the second beat of the first measure. <laughs> so like it wasn't like directly on one; it was like mm. boom hit. So and that kind of like kept throwing me off a little bit. Gotcha. It's really good though. It's really fucking good. Awesome. I recommend playing it. Very, very cool. Have you been playing anything? I feel like I've been just going on and on. Have you been playing anything? Uh, I mean, a tiny little bit of Undermine. Yeah, how's it I going? I spoke about that last week. I finally beat the first boss, um, which was cool. And then I immediately died in the next part <laughs> of the, the, the next uh, stage of the new biome, which is the hot word. Um, yeah. So I didn't get to experience much of a, like a new area, mm-hmm. but uh, it feels good making progress. Cool. I, I'm still digging it a lot. Um, I'm just like, I am going to sound like a broken record for a very long time. It's hard to find the energy to sit down and play games. Yeah, of course. Just because I come home and I'm so out of it and I, I feel know. so bad that I'm not touching. I haven't played horizon in like two weeks and I, I feel like I'm neglecting it. I have so many, games downloaded on my playstation that i haven't touched yeah um so hopefully hopefully i'll find the rhythm soon yeah and play more because i definitely need to find 
something other than working, coming home, eating, going to sleep, getting sure. up, doing yeah. it all over again. Like I need me time. And need, me time's hard to come by. And Kai Kai needs Kai Kai time. Kai Kai needs Kai Kai time. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm, so I haven't played a lot. Uh, I think I'm put shelving Elden Ring, but that's for maybe post show we can talk about. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Um, but I did. I'll, I'll shout out. I watched Turning Red tonight with the girls. Turning Red's great. Go watch it on Disney Plus if Disney Plus is in your area. Yeah, it's quote unquote free on Disney Plus. I expected free. to pay yeah. the premium, but it wasn't. They what do they call it, it? The Wow, oh, fucking no. Uh, exclusive insider? No. It's something dumb. It's dumb. Turning Red was great. It was a good time. A little salty, like, you know, they pulled it from theaters. Like, especially sure. this kind of story. Like, I wish this story yeah. was in, like, a, you know, whatever. Yeah, it is yeah. what it is. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Sucks, but if but you're looking for a good movie to watch, Turning Red's great. It's a great time. Um, to close things, close things out. I did play. I, I dabbled in one other thing. Um, Ooh. I uh played Session a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, Session is the Skate clone, the the EA Skate. Did it fill that person, void? Predecessor. Um, so I played Session when it first launched into early access. Uh huh. Did not do much for me. Yeah, I remember. Whatever you talked about it, you just were not a fan. Yeah, um, just the the control scheme they came up with. It's um, it very much feels like Forza Motorsport versus like Forza Horizon, where like Session feels like the motorsport, like it's like hardcore sim, as mm. opposed to Skate feels like more like Horizon, where it's like a little more arcadey and like kind of fun. Like yeah, we're just shredding, dude. Um. So yeah, I, I didn't gel with it. They do have a control scheme that replicates skate. Even that, like in early access, it just felt clunky. And I just kind of like blame that on early access. You know, obviously things are still in development. Even that control scheme back then was still in beta. Um, but they just released a new update. It's still in early access, but they released a new update, just kind of like adding new parks and uh new tricks and a, a bunch of new stuff. Um, so I picked it up on Xbox Game Pass not game pass game preview because it's available on xbox um yeah i kind of feel the same still um i played it with this skate control scheme and it didn't feel fluid um it felt a little clunky still uh like whenever i tried different tricks it would just keep doing like kickflips no matter what i would do um grinding didn't really work as i expected granted again like it's not like the way you're supposed to be playing the game like they have their own control scheme but like i just i can't wrap my head around how they want me to play the game um Mm. so yeah i don't know i'm gonna keep my eyes on it like as updates come it's something i'll play around with for a little bit but like at the moment kind of in the same boat so i'm i'm extra happy that skate 4 is coming eventually (laughs) and and you bringing up session you know what we're getting next week right uh shredders shredders i'm really excited for that finally some uh, finally some good foods finally some food some snowboarding i love a good snowboarding game so hopefully this is a good one kyle you know what we're getting in four days what are we getting in four days fucking tunic oh my god (laughs) stop adding to the pile (laughs) i can't believe tunic is finally coming out that's wild right awesome what do we think uh, we think it's going to be positive. Full disclosure: I, n- none of us are playing Tunic. I did not reach out for a code. <laughs> yeah, no. 
Um, I think people know my feelings on it. I I didn't gel with the demo. Oh, sure. So I think it's a very good game, but I can definitely see it being polarizing where some people are going to love it. Some people are going to not dig it at all. Um, I have a feeling that the people that love Elden Ring are going to love Tunic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I could see it. If we're going to do like the open critic score thing, I could see it getting 81, which is good. I think mid 80s, maybe. Yeah. Mid to low 80s. Yeah. Yeah. It's got I'm, that critic bait. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I played that initial demo at PAX three years ago. The Ramada packs, which was which was the last packs. Yeah, that was the final packs. <laughs> the Ramada packs. <laughs> yeah, I side note that has nothing like nobody's gonna understand this, but um, I was looking into our hotels and stuff for this year. Yeah, and I was just seeing if like we could find anything cheaper. That hotel did pop up. <laughs> oh, did it? It did. <laughs> um, oh, wow. But I I don't think I could have done that again. It was a fine hotel, but whatever. It was fine. It was right across the street from Seven Eleven. That was great. That saved my ass. Also, Kyle, have to report I have more than one pair of jeans ready for packs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, listeners, if you don't know, last, the last packs East, the, the final game convention in the, ever, um, I ripped my pants <laughs> on the Thursday, I think. Like, a, like a little hole, but like as the weekend was going, it just fucking grew. And I... Like, you legit were talking to the head of Nintendo Ace <laughs> yes. with your crotch out in the open. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On the show floor. Yep. It was pretty great. <laughs> I hid that shit like a fucking you champion. You all absolutely weekend. did. I also, that was when I was like fighting COVID, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I shared was, a bed with you and somehow I, I, I didn't yeah. get killed. Yeah, we snuggled Ooh, up. Wrong term. Wrong term, Kyle. That was poor taste. Didn't yeah, get sick. Didn't get sick. Oh, man. That's sorry. <laughs> Bro, I'm, we're going to be sharing beds again. Probably. Oh, sweet. There's only two beds in that room. So All right. I'd imagine it's going to be me and you again. And we'll Justin and Harry. I have a feeling yeah. Harry will want to take the floor. I have a Here's my actual prediction. Me and we're going to share a bed. We're fine. We're chilling. Yeah. We've done it before. doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh-huh. We love each other. It's great. Exactly. Harry, we're going to, that's going to be established. Harry and Justin are going to start saying like, okay, we'll share the bed. And then Harry's gonna be like, actually, I'll I'll take the floor. And Justin's gonna feel bad. Like, no, 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 I'll take the floor. You take the bed, Harry. That's exactly how it's gonna play out. <laughs> and either Harry will take the bed, or neither of them will take the bed, and there will just be a free bed with me and you sleeping on the other bed. <laughs> because yeah. then me and you will feel too guilty to take the other bed. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how it's gonna go down. Or if there's a couch. There'll probably be chairs. Yeah. We should probably get like a. Does anybody have an air mattress? We should probably bring an air mattress. I feel like we could probably ask for like one of those cots, Cot. right? Because yeah, they know four people are staying. It's not like we're trying to sneak it, except yeah. when Kelsey comes. Sure. But and then I, I guess I'm sleeping on the floor. No, Kelsey was sleeping <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> figure it out. Oh, yeah, we'll figure it out. Anyways, tunic, March sixteenth. Can't March sixteenth. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, play that initial demo. I love that initial demo. That's when like me and Joe like looked at each other. And was like, yo, this game's like Bloodborne, isn't it? And we're like, fucking yeah, it's like Bloodborne. And yeah, mm-hmm. I can't fucking wait. When will I play it with Elden Ring? Because I can't fucking stop playing this fucking game. We'll <laughs> see. But yeah, 
Yeah. We'll see. But y'all, thank you so much for listening to the 6-1 IndieCast. I believe this is episode 84, I think I said. Um, over on Patreon.com slash 6-1 Indie, there's going to be a little post-show where me and Kyle are going to bullshit for a little bit. I'm, that's a new initiative for Patreon.com slash 6-1 Indie. You get the show early, and you get an exclusive pre-show post-show. You also get our new series, the Indie 100, which uh, we probably got to record soon. Uh, where we build the list of the top 100 indie games of all time. You also get, at the beginning of the month, 6-1 AAA, where we get to just hang out and bullshit about the AAA games that we're playing. Uh, and just, you know, some, like, inside stuff. I've been sharing some secrets about the showcase. Maybe I'll drop another little hint tonight, if I'm feeling a little mm. spicy. Um, but yeah, spread the word about that Patreon, because uh, that's how we're paying for the hotel room. So hey, if you got some bucks to toss us, amazing. If not, yeah. no big deal. It's okay. Uh, but you can support us by following on 61 Indie on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, all that good stuff. 61indie.com is where you find all that goodness. Thanks, y'all, for hanging out and chat, by the way, as well. Yeah, appreciate you. Alec, Jacob, Stingray. Stingray. Appreciate you all. V at some v. point. All right, y'all. We're going to do the post show. I love you. Goodbye. Stay safe. Maybe I'll see you at PAX. Maybe. I hope so. I hope so. Bye, y'all. Bye.